0: With AWB Contract Templates. Hey, what's up? Before you listen, I have a quick request from you. While you're over here listening, go ahead on down, give us a rating and a review, especially if you're on Apple Music. Let us know how much you appreciate what we bring, the conversation, the dialogue. Tell us how it supports you. Give us that good five star. We appreciate you. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Pause on the Play. As always, it's amazing to see you here where you were challenged to examine your beliefs, question your predisposed notions, and consider realities you may be unfamiliar with in order to understand that they too are real. I am your host and conversation MC for the day, Erica Corday, here along with my co-host India Jackson, to get the dialogue going. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Um, it is morning. I don't think we record super often in the morning. I think we're usually in the afternoon. So I'm like, all right, I don't know that my voice is on point, but that's okay. I'm here. It's fine. I feel like I need
1: a little coffee, but I tried to to ditch the coffee. So I'm here too. Yeah, I'm pretending this water is caffeine.
0: Right. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna second that. Some tea would be nice right now. However, we just gonna keep it moving. So I wanted to um kind of break something down with you because I feel like there's a lot of areas that I personally in the work that I do will talk about demographics and psychographics and in a lot of cases psychographics will honestly talk about the fact that it's really basing things on your values but that concept has absolutely fused its way into pretty much everything that we talk about within pause on the play and I feel confident to say it shows up all the time for flaunt your fire as well
1: yeah absolutely um And I think that there's just room to break down what these things mean uh, as like a starting place for people who are not as familiar with how we see that or just haven't dug into demographics versus psychographics at all before.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And I'm glad you said that because I think, you know, anybody can you know, have a concept or or theme or words and, you know, oh, this is what I do. But I think the particular way that you do it is really what makes it different. And so if we are discussing demographics, psychographics, you know, basing things in your values, it really is helpful for those listening to be able to understand what does that mean, When we reference it, what does it mean when we utilize that as a basis for the work that we do, the decisions that we make, the relationships that we foster, um, the partnerships that we choose, everything? Because I think it really does go into everything.
1: Agreed. Agreed. I mean, I think one of the first things to acknowledge is like what even is a demographic, you know, and... um. I think that that word is thrown around so much, especially in the business world when you start looking at marketing. Um, But (laughs) even if we were to take a step outside of that and look at social justice and how things are talked about that are happening in the media and the systems and structures that are in place, um, the inequities that are in place, most of the things that you're reading and consuming, we'll talk about a demographic. It was a black male, age 25, wearing a hoodie. Mm -hmm. I don't know. (laughs) And it's like, I think as a culture, we look
0: at demographics and we forget psychographics. Well, and uh, yes, 100% to everything you said, because I, I think that people lead with that because it's an easy way to explain what You want someone else to understand, but it also is easy to, in some people's mind, because I don't think that this is always true, but in some people's mind, they think that it's an easy way to add context into things. Because when you think about demographics, if maybe this is a word that you haven't heard it um, as much in this way, which if you have not, you are very fortunate. So thank you um, (laughs) for kind of being there. But you know demographics are typically things like age and race and ethnicity gender marital status income education employment and very often people utilize these as a way to quantify people to be able to acknowledge like oh this was a a married white man of two children and you're like oh and all of a sudden that's supposed to rain all of this like clarity on who they are and it's like no it didn't, it shouldn't, it no, absolutely should not. Does it though? And, and
1: that's a thing that I've really been thinking about for a long time now is for some people, we don't realize it, but it does because it brings out clarity from our own biases of what that means. That,
0: what? yes, that piece. Thank you for saying that. That. <laughs>
1: So if you have a picture in your head of what a white married male of two children with two children looks like, then that's the clarity that you're going to get. But that might not have anything to do with this man that they're
0: talking about. And that, okay, so that piece, because just because your own biases say that this is what this is quantified to mean, that doesn't mean that it's true. That doesn't mean that it's based in facts. And so it's important to acknowledge that that is based on you. And so I think that it might be safe to say that demographics really just cue you in to the way that you quantify these indicators. Versus whether or not these indicators actually quantify anything about the person or situation that you are attaching them to.
1: Absolutely. Um, and so, just to clarify, when we are thinking in terms of demographics, this looks like acknowledging somebody's age range, their race or ethnicity or their gender, their marital status, their income, their education their employment, whether or not they're a business owner. Um, There's just, these are the things that they matter, right? But they don't tell you who someone is inside. They don't tell you what their values are or anything else. And so I think for so long, especially in the business world, um, and we can break this down a little bit further in another podcast episode, But I do think that the marketing world and the social media age has caused us to look at demographics maybe even more than we would have in the past because ads are built for so long on demographics. And I'm here to tell you, there's another way to do it. You don't have to run ads based on demographics. I also think the media has contributed to this because when you're listening to the news when you're reading uh new york times or whatever um is your method of taking things in many times it is quantifying parts of the story based on someone's demographics Hmm. I-, I can't even think back to like on a personal note do you remember aol instant messenger
0: who child yes <laughs>
1: Yes. back in those days where I was sneaking getting on AOL instant messenger as we called it aim back then right behind <laughs> my parents back because I'm yeah I was pretty young um the first thing you would ask people is age sex location
0: well I mean honestly if I think back to that time time range for me I think about you know what some people would do kind of these chat rooms over the phone and it would be these really general things of like you know how old are you what's you know what what is your gender like it was so like give me these three things and now I know who this person is and it's like no that (laughs) didn't actually tell you anything
1: I feel like uh I was definitely in like the acronym world of like they just said ASL and you knew that meant age sex location (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you were supposed to respond with that. The answers ah, to that,
0: I didn't get. See, at that point, I might have, might have been in the, I'm putting air quotes, real world. Um, and I don't, I don't remember getting that typed out as much. I don't. I felt like I did more of the chat room stuff as I got older. When AOL was out, and it was like the you trying to hoard the discs to get time to get on the computer. I didn't do it as much then. So I think when it was done that way. I may not have gotten that same level of indoctrination. And so then when I got it, as I got older, I was like, oh, this is terrible. And apparently it had been festering for a while.
1: Oh, yeah, that was the norm for a while. I mean, I'm thinking back, like, I might have been like 13.
0: (laughs) Well, yes. And so at that point, I was out here working 8,000 jobs, being a whole adult at like 18 and 19. (laughs) I know what that time frame was. However, the interesting thing is like, I'm hearing this and I'm like, there is no, there's no psychographic anywhere near any of this. I was going to say insight and I was like, oh, that's an ableist term. Let's put that away. Um, But like, it's not there. It was all based on stuff that it was like, it didn't matter. And that was if the person was telling the truth. Exactly.
1: And so, I mean... Number one, were you even telling the truth about your age, sex, or location? But number two, like what does that tell you about me if I were to answer that for you? Nothing. Right. You right. don't know whether or not I'm an line fit to become friends with, to invite to your podcast, to work with, to potentially be a client of yours.
0: To rep your rep their product if they're looking for you to be an influencer.
1: Right. It it doesn't tell you anything. No. I could be uh, 22 um, Native American and female and be an asshole, or I could be amazing. Mm -hmm. You don't know based on that answer. (laughs) Correct. I could love the environment. I could, um, you know, be a a tosser and trash everything, everything single use. You have no idea from that answer. And so... Mm -hmm. I think it's just so important to begin to decide as a culture, right, to shift away from demographics and into psychographics. And I say as a culture, but I want to remind you that you as one person can begin to change the culture in your house, in your family, in your business, in your workplace.
0: This is where I think it's important for people to really take ownership of the fact that you hear the term influencer all all over the place and you think it's this very specific thing that's out there that's online that is this you know model type of person but an influencer is simply someone that has influence over people's situations or context around them and you are an influencer in your own space on a daily basis, whether it be at home, whether it be at work, whether it be when you go in the grocery store and you say, hey, can you bring more of this in here? Because I always come to look for it and it's gone. Influence is where you seek it and where you choose to actually initiate the power that you have in that space.
1: Right. And if that's the case, then own it, you know, Uh, completely honor the fact that you do have this access and this power and own it. And do something with it. Do something with it that you can look back on and be proud of. And so I think it's also important in this conversation to to break down what are psychographics. So psychographics are more of a qualitative type of way of describing humans. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you're going to look at their psychological attributes. Um, So their personality their values, their opinions, their attitudes, their interests, and their lifestyles. Now, some of these things, you know, are more of like a a clinical psychologist or therapist type of way of looking at that. Um, But I think that all of these things can be combined to give you a better scope of who someone really is beyond the things that they were probably born with.
0: Well, the reality of it is is that this goes so much more into who and how they are than you know these things that are really just kind of societal indicator based So the other piece that I think is important is the psychographics are something that does give you more insight into a person, but it's also something that it it is going to shift and evolve and just as much much as it's important to have that concept for yourself you have to have that same concept for others because if you think about interests and lifestyles and values and opinions these are not static concepts which is why it's so important to understand that they are fluid and it's not a demographic in which oh okay if you're 28 today in 2 years you're going to be 30 this doesn't have that same type of trajectory so it's important to be open and to really hear where the e the evolution and just that process of evolving is a part of it because these things are, 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 they're movable. They're malleable. And I appreciate you saying that because I think
1: that humans are always evolving. Humans are malleable. They're movable. And I think that when you're looking at the psychographics instead of the demographics, it also is coming from that same energy of people can change their mind about who they want to be tomorrow. And giving them Mm -hmm. the grace to do that.
0: Correct. Correct. And that's why it's important to what you said there. And that you are providing that grace and that ability to evolve to someone else. In the same way that you would want that provided for you. Because all of us have shifted and changed over time. And most of us, I, I feel you know, pretty safe to say the majority of us, like we do want to be recognized for who we are right now and not who we, you know, who we used to be, that that person that we no longer are in this moment. And so it's important to really remember that if that's what you want to receive, you have to give that. And being able to do that, I think really does shift the way that you connect with and engage and choose to, you know, be in relationship with someone, whether it's in a personal or professional context.
1: Absolutely. And I think the key word there is relationship. Um, Most of the time that we are looking to quantify people for the sake of this podcast, right. Or to describe them or to attract them or to meet them is because we want to build a relationship with them. Whether that relationship is them getting in their, your email newsletter um, as somebody who reads your your personal letters going to them, whether it's somebody listening to your podcast, uh, joining your online community, um, paying for your services, whatever that looks like, I think the key word to remember there is that it's a relationship. This isn't some fantasy set of humans, right? There are real mm-hmm. humans behind that. And that conversation can be a two-way conversation, but in order to get there and to have that and to know that they're aligned, you have to take a look at what their personality is. You have to take a look at what their values, opinions, attitudes, interests are, and you're able to really adjust your mindset to start thinking about these typographics, but then also start to integrate that new way of thinking about humans <laughs> into mm-hmm. everything that is that you're saying, you're doing, and that you're rolling out, especially if you're a business owner, um, it's just so, so important.
0: I agree completely. And this is where the concepts that we're really addressing of, you know, the kind of older, more antiquated way of doing it, demographics, which They have their place, but they have their areas that they don't really belong as much. And talking about psychographics and really leading with who and how that individual is, the important thing here that I think I want to make sure is taken away is that these are concepts that are valuable to truly grasp because they show up in every aspect of life, again, that intersection of personal and professional, but I mean, it, these are not just, oh, these are life skills or oh, these are just business skills. These thought processes that we're addressing are important in ways that you don't even recognize because some of it is probably automatic, but it's so necessary to really understand that this is going to be the basis of the way that Decisions are made consciously or unconsciously.
1: And I think there's an incredible opportunity that as you begin to shift your mindset into thinking about psychographics, you'll find yourself doing some things that are just not the norm, as how others around you may be doing it, but they lead to just a completely different network altogether. Um, For example, you know, looking at your own interest and doubling down on meeting people who have similar interest, uh, you find that your friendship circle begins to reflect that and you now have something that you have in common to chat about. You know, beautiful thing there. But then also, you know, taking a look at values or some lifestyle pieces, you can begin to integrate that into other areas such as business or work and you find that those relationships based on those things are able to easily see where there are opportunities to share with you that make the most sense for who you are. It's just so many different areas that this pops up and shows up in. So I'm so glad that we have been breaking it down today.
0: Same. And for me, part of the reason that I'm really glad that we've laid this out is because um, we have uh, from implicit to explicit coming up again soon. And whenever we uh, do this masterclass, we end up going into the differences between demographics and psychographics. And so I'm really glad that, you know, people were able to listen to this because this is a great primer of some of the key ways that we do from implicit to explicit is different because we're not focusing on demographics. It is very based on psychographics. And so I think it kind of can give you a a great, you know, additional reason as if you needed another one in order to really know why doing it this way is so different from your traditional like let me figure out my ideal client work
1: absolutely I mean implicit to explicit is fully living in the value space of psychographics and digging out what are your values What are the values of those that you currently are working with and enjoy working with? (laughs) What are the values of your team? And really helping you to lay out your brand values from there. And I think it's such a beautiful thing because when you start tapping into one area of psychographics, in this case values, it clearly shows you, oh, yeah, based on these values, there's probably these personality traits. Oh, yeah, I noticed that they're this personality trait. Or they typically have this opinion or this attitude or this lifestyle piece because the values are the foundation for most personality traits, opinions, uh, interest, lifestyles, Mm -hmm. ways of moving through life, you name it.
0: Well, and what you said is so important because, again, we really dig into the values piece, but the values really does give you that like, oh. Here are these other aspects that I hadn't even considered. And I feel like there's so much value there. And it just completely changes your actions going forward. Absolutely. So if you are interested in being able to join the next round, come on over to pauseontheplay.com forward slash events. You can go ahead and sign up. We have two more for the year. One is in September, one is in October. And we want to see you in the room. Any last words before we wrap it up, India? Oh,
1: I'm excited because one of our values is also making sure that anything that we're doing is as accessible as possible. And so, one of the new things that we've started um, making accessible through our website, because it was available before, but We just weren't really talking about it that much, is you're able to sign up for Implicit Explicit on a private session. So if you head over to posmoplay.com slash events and you find that based on your time zone or your geographic location or your team's uh, vacation schedule, whatever that might be, that you are not available on those two dates, you're able to click on the contact page and it'll walk you through being able to book a private session just for
0: you. Absolutely. So if you come on over to com, you'll be able to browse through and you'll be able to do that as well. If you want to do it, just you and the people you choose. So as we've been able to have this conversation, I really hope that it sets you up to be able to Consider things differently as you are in the midst of your everyday exchanges. And it's a part of, again, how we all are creating real change and connection. So as you continue to cross lines, recreate boundaries, and challenging the standard quo of thoughts, feelings, and actions, I want to make sure that I tell you, thank you for being here. So until the next time, keep the dialogue going. Bye.